How can you use the COVID-19 crisis to enhance your career? Welcome to the Company of One podcast. I am your host, Del Callahan, and that's what we're going to dive into today on this podcast, using the crisis to enhance your career. All right, so what we're talking through today is the issue of growing your career. Uh, So whether you have a career or you think you have a career or not, some people tell me if I had anything to grow, uh, that would be awesome. Uh, I get that. But what we're talking about is how to grow your career. What I mean by that, I'm kind of pragmatic, is grow your income. How do you make more money? So whether your career is working for a large corporation and you work at a desk in a suit and tie, or you are, does anybody do that anymore? Or you are uh, sitting there at home working on your own business, or whether you are doing something that's a mixture of the two, which is a lot of people are, mix, mixing up the two. So thinking about what we can do to grow our career, to grow our income, based upon things that we're experiencing. So one of the things that you realize is that no matter what's going on, and at the time of this recording, we are in uh, day 39 of the COVID crisis. Every day in the journal, I write down what day of COVID we are Some uh, so uh, I can remember where we are, right? Uh, some of you are having that same problem of not even what day it is. Uh, but what can we learn? Because we're doing a whole bunch of things that are actually awesome. Let's just take aside the health issues and let's just take aside all the other craziness that's going on and the fact that we're out of toilet paper and uh, we're out of insane items that don't make sense. What are the things that we can do uh, to grow our career? Because here's what I'm finding clients are doing. They're working from home, many for the first time. Uh, Even those that work from home a lot, it's changed. They are finding their schedules weird because people that were not working from home are working from home. And now we can set up meetings on the fly and we can do different things. Um, They're finding all their clients that they worked with or their customers are now at home. So we're seeing things that we didn't typically see in the past. So here's a couple of things that you are doing and you're probably already doing and think about how these can grow your income. So number one, think strategically. This is a great time to stop and think about what the heck am I doing anyway? What am I doing in my job? Where do I want to go? So the question I'm going to ask you to think about is, where do you want to be in, where do you want to be in the next crisis? There's going to be another crisis. It may not be a a, a typhoid Mary or or COVID or any kind of thing like that. It's going to be another crisis, going to be another financial crisis. Uh, that's going to come. It's just the nature of the economy. Where will you be in that time? Where do you want to be? Where do you want to be financially? Where do you want to be in your career? Where do you want to be physically? Where do you want to be located? What city, state, uh, or country? Think about it. What's So rethinking the goal, because a lot of times in a hot economy, 
which is what we were living in before and we're probably going to be living in in a couple of months, is in a hot economy, we don't think. We just go. And the money's flowing. We might get some pay raises. Somebody might throw some money at us. We just go. And uh, and we don't get a chance to think. Many people are telling me they're having, their days are a little weird. They're not as busy as they are when they show up at work at their offices. And so there's this time to think. And I think you really need to use it. And here's why. If you think strategically for yourself in your own career, how much better are you thinking strategically on the job? You're worth more money to me if you're a strategic thinker. It doesn't mean you're you're all strategists now. It does mean, though, that all of us are strategically thinking at, at, at our job. We're thinking about what matters. We're thinking about, uh, is the work I'm doing moving the needle? Is the work that I am doing serving the best needs for the company? Because this is what you should be thinking about for yourself, is are you on the right path? I talk to people every day. And I, you, through our graduate program for the many, many years I've been doing that, I know that many people will tell me they're not on the right path. And once they get through the graduate program or once I've worked with uh, them through that, uh, many of them are not on the right path still because the graduate program doesn't do it for them. They'll come back to me as coaching clients because they're still struggling Many who tell me that they want to move the needle, they want to move somewhere else, they want to do something else, five years later, they are in the same exact position they were in when they couldn't stand it before, and they still can't stand it. So thinking about this, what does it look like for you? What do you want it to look like? Uh, This would be a great time to do some planning, to some thinking, because While there's going to be a freaking out getting back to business, there's also going to be a tremendous amount of opportunity. A lot of job swapping, a lot of crazy things going on. New jobs are being created. I think you see that as we speak. Where do you want to be in the next crisis? Think about that. I would put a five-year calendar on that. Maybe it's three years. Who knows? But you can look. There's always a financial crisis. If you don't believe me, look at the data. Look at the stock market. And you've lived through them, and you'll live through this one. Uh, and this is uh, just it's, it's the flowing kind of things that are going. So the second thing that are coming from this, after you think strategically, is how can you better manage your time? Many of you, for the first time in your lives, have gotten really good at that. Or maybe you haven't. But you've at least had to think about managing your time. Uh, I have this fortunate thing that uh, we we tend to have eight o'clock in the morning meetings on Zoom. Uh, about well, it depends on the week, but sometimes it's three days a week. But a lot of people aren't. A lot of people uh, they're they're having meetings scattered throughout the day on Zoom, or they've got some activity that they need to do, and they don't really know what time it is. Right? There's nobody to pop into their office and say, it's time to go to lunch. Hey, where do you want to go to lunch today? Um, there's no real hard end of the day. You don't see cars pulling out of the parking lot and everybody heading home. There's, you're not trying to beat the traffic rush to get home. So, so everybody's not only 
seems like they don't know what day it is, a lot of people don't know what time it is. And then are we managing our time effectively? But I have noticed in talking to a lot of clients in um, this last couple of months, years, however it's long it's been, but it's really just been a couple of weeks, is people are getting really good at managing their time and really having to think through things about what matters. Uh, somebody told me the other day, he said, I'm, I'm really becoming um, strategically focused during the day. I've got focus on what's the most important things I need to get done today. And he told me when, I did, when he did that, he realized the most important things he had to get done by the week, he was done by Tuesday afternoon. And he was he, he, when I'm talking to him on the phone, he's like, what am I doing with my time when I'm at work? Because I've completed more work in two days than I normally do on the job. So what's that about? Is that better time management? Is it less crisis going on in the job? I don't know. But think about the opportunities that you have for managing your time better. Most of us aren't really that good at that. I know because I spend time with you. Uh, I spend time and I've come to meetings with you. And your meetings go on and on forever for no reason at all. Uh, you know who you are. You call the meetings and you don't have an agenda. Those kind of things. Uh, but we're getting better at that. I think many of you have learned things. You probably don't even realize what you've learned about just how are you managing your day because probably nobody's breathing down your neck. There's not as much stuff happening. And when it does happen, it's a pop-in. In my case, there's a whole lot of pop-in uh, Zoom meetings. So you, sh you should at this moment be thinking strategically. I know you are. You're sitting there thinking, what do I want? How did I get here? What are we doing now? Where, where do I want to be? What kind of crisis? Because you have some time on your hands and you're having to learn to manage your time and you're doing a lot of cool stuff like that. A lot of you, this is number three, a lot of you are learning new skills. All the things you've always wanted to do, but you didn't have time because you were in meetings, right? Or you were running back and forth between meetings. Or you were trying to beat traffic and doing all the things going on. You were running. And think about all the things we run off. It's not just work. It's absolutely being run by family members, right? Kids that have to go to baseball games and all the kind of things that go with that. We're, whoops, we are constantly running and, and trying to keep up. Well, you got so much time on your hands now. What kind of things have you been wanting to learn? This is a great time to check into Udemy or Coursera, some of the tools out there, and think about what's that skill that they keep talking about at work that I wish I knew more about because I think it would make me more marketable and it sounds fun. What is it? I can just tell you if it's not software for you and it's something you think is cool, yeah, check it out because that's obviously a hot topic. Uh, anything software, anything computers, anything cybersecurity, all of that's a hot topic. Not saying that's you, but what are those skills? This is a great time to learn new skills. It's a great time to learn soft skills. A little harder to do that because you're uh, uh, not around people as much. But the things I'm talking about right now are soft skills I hope you're learning. So I hope you are using your time well to take advantage of learning something new. 
You, you can pop over. Udemy is one of my favorites, but you can jump over there to Udemy and say, hey, there's these cool courses on anything under the sun, practically. Um, so it doesn't have to be work-related, but uh, it tends to be that work-related is probably where most of you are thinking. Number four, be better in meetings. Now, this one drives me crazy. It probably drives you crazy. Meetings are the giant waste of time. There's two big wastes of time we have in a modern industry, email and meetings um, for um, different reasons. Meetings, uh, what I have noticed is people who are awesome at calling hour-long meetings that last an hour and a half, and you sit there waiting on them to say what they're thinking about and they have no agenda, right? You know the meetings. And again, like I always say, if you don't know who's calling those meetings, it's you, you're the guilty person. So I was talking to one of those guys the other day and he, I'm on a meeting with him. It's just a one-on-one -on -one Zoom call. And we, we had a 30 minute, 45 minute call scheduled and we had spoken about, oh, not even 10 minutes. It probably been eight minutes. and. He, he just is like, well, I guess I don't have anything else to cover. And since, you know, we're on a Zoom call, we can just end it now. We're not, we're not stuck with an hour-long meeting. I'm thinking, we were never stuck with an hour-long meeting before. By default, have you ever noticed that's what happens in industry? Meetings are scheduled for one hour. I always schedule meetings for 30 minutes because usually I can get them done in 30 minutes. So can you. But think about it. Can you be better on meetings? Think, uh, here's the number one thing. When you come to meetings, have an agenda. You've probably noticed that many of your Zoom calls or whatever technology you're using are probably more efficient, especially with fewer people on the call. Uh, some of them, uh, with the more people you get, um, uh, not so much. That's where mute comes in really handy. Or I accidentally disconnected. That's awesome too. My internet just went down. So, but be better in meetings. Think about how you can do in meetings. So let me give you a trick that I learned about meetings uh, as you get back to, uh, to things is uh, when, you, when you get into a meeting and somebody doesn't have an agenda and they're the person that called the meeting or the person that's in charge of the meeting, and you know, half of the time there is no agenda or the other half of the time the agenda is not followed. If take an agenda, have an agenda yourself, drive the meeting if somebody else isn't driving it. It makes these meetings better and faster and everybody else in the room loves you because you got them out of there. So in a related matter though, how can you be better rather than just making the meetings faster and more effective? How can you be better in meetings? This one I love is because Many people, for the first time, are seeing themselves in a meeting, right? If you're on a Zoom call or some of the other technologies, not all of them, but Zoom is a particular great one, you can actually see yourself sitting there in the meetings while you can see everybody else. You can see what you can look. You can see what you look like. You can see how bored and uh, detached. You can see yourself, uh, you know shaking your pen and, and doing, being totally annoyed. You can see yourself in the meeting. You may not like what you see, uh, but guess what? That's what everybody else has been seeing the whole time. You now have a view of how you look to others, and you also have a different view of other people. So video calls are going to be here to stay, by the way, 
I think we probably all realize that. They were already here for many of us, but they're really going to be here to stay uh, in the corporate world. Uh, it's, it's going to change the game and flip things. So think about yourself. You've now been, been a TV newscaster. So think about the newscaster that if you watch a CNN or a Fox or any of these other stations and you're watching the newscaster, they are aware they are on video. That's the first thing. You're on video the whole time during a call? The whole time? Even if you're not talking any of the time, you're on video? Think about that for a minute. Uh, what do you look like? Because when you're in the room, you're on camera the whole time also. People are watching you. We read you. You read them based upon how they act. So you've seen yourself now. What do you need to improve? Is it your dress? By the way, are you showing up to your Zoom meetings looking like you would never show up at work? You might want to think about that. Are you showing up in pajamas? Here's the one I love in the Zoom meetings. Uh, and um, Zoom in particular has where you can put backgrounds on it. And so I can see a background of somebody. And it's usually not well done. It's kind of a green screen effect. And when they move, you can see this weirdness or you can see their hair doesn't fit. You know, I was on the meeting with a girl the other day and her hair kind of blended in and had this weird effect going on. You couldn't pay attention to what she was saying because this weird effect going on. You see backgrounds that are just, I'm not saying it's not a good time to have fun, but come on, think about the message that you're sending because you're sending a message. This all should play, and this all is going to keep playing in the, the world you're doing. So you watch somebody, and they have great backgrounds, or they have uh, wonderful uh, things in the background. Just pay attention to what's going on behind you. Pay attention to what's going on in front of you. This is also a great time to pay attention to the technology you use. For, for, for many of us, we had to do this at the last minute. Uh, at least people, a lot of people I work with. And so I'm on the phone with them or I'm on a Zoom with them and their audio is terrible. So you want to get great mics and you want to get a great video camera or web camera. So the mic I use, the mic I'm using right now is a Blue Yeti. It's an awesome mic. It's a $100 mic. It's not the only one. There's lots of great mics out there, but think about audio. Audio is the most important thing because if I can't hear you, that's a deal killer. If I can't see you well, that's one thing. But if I can't hear you, that's a deal killer. We just can't communicate. And I've been on the calls with a lot of people who have poor audio. And the video camera. So the video cameras that I tend to use are Logitech. I'll put a link in the notes. when we On the show notes, by the way, we'll be at delcalhand.com and slash... 173. This is episode number 173. So, but think about this. Also, do you sound confident? Do you look confident? Remember, right now you're seeing yourself as a TV newscaster. You're seeing yourself as a Fox News or CNN news contributor, or whatever they call those people that show up that are experts. That is how you look in a meeting. That is how you look in Zoom or, or whatever technology you're using. Uh, that's You should think about that because that is the image you're presenting. And when somebody goes on those television stations and sits down and gets mic'd up, 
they should be thinking, they should have a handler, they should be thinking, what message are you presenting by how you looked, how you dressed, what you say, uh, and, and how you frown and how you throw darts at the other speakers, right? So be better in meetings. So between the two, be better in meetings and have faster meetings. So, uh, and I'll say that's kind of also the be better on TV. Uh, so I'll, I'll throw those two together. Those are a couple of different points. Here's the last thing that I hope you're getting to. And so this is seven. I kind of ran them all together. There's seven different points, but um, you want to get control. And this is maybe the most important thing, and I think a lot of people are suddenly listening to this. I'm a big Dave Ramsey fan, financial uh, um, financial wealth, you know, tr- uh, financial peace, I'm sorry. Um, you want to get control of your money. Now, a lot of you are struggling, and I get that. Uh, a lot of you have lost work or you've lost some of your work, and you are struggling, and the government's maybe helping you. I, you know, Who knows what all things are going on out there. Uh, you want to get control. Again, this is coming again. I see, I project that many of you will be selling your homes and downsizing and saying this lifestyle of running the rat race and then something like this happens and I'm in deep debt and I have no way out. I cannot pay the bills and I'm struggling to survive. I mean, that's a serious, you know, besides the health issues, there are very serious financial uh, issues out there. You may or may not have suffered them, but you need to think about what does it look like next time? You got to kill that debt. You got to have emergency funds. This is why Dave Ramsey says one day it's going to rain because it's raining and it's raining hard, but it's going to rain again. This is just one instance of something that's happened that is going that's going to happen again. Uh, so I, I project that. Uh, by the way, you know, on the other side, if you're looking for a house or you're trying to get a house or you're trying to get a nice expensive car, you're probably about to find some really great deals on people that are dumping their houses, dumping their car payments, dumping their kids. Well, no, they can't do that. That's illegal. But you know, they're going to be dumping all kinds of different things trying to get control. Uh, so it's a great time for some things that are going to be on sale like all the stocks are right now. But if you're not there yet, if you're, if you're still in that battle, get more serious about it. I don't think I have to tell you that, but when it comes back and you go back to work, that's going to be an easy thing to forget. I hope not, but I know how we are, human nature. We'll get back and think, oh, it's all rosy again. Yeah, that's just temporary. It's all temporary. So these couple of things, let me recap a little bit. Uh, These couple of things are how you can improve your career. Now I'm telling you these are ways that you can earn more money, right? Is thinking strategically, thinking about that, because when you do that, you're thinking about how you can earn more money. Uh, Are you in the right place? Are you in the right job? And when you think strategically back at work, better managing your time, not only does that earn you more money, but it earns you more freedom, and that's an awesome thing. That's more important than money to most of you. Uh, learning new skills, great time to do that. Taking control of meetings. I covered several things in here. 
being in, be better in meetings, how you should be better in meetings, how you should be better in TV, and how you should have better and faster meetings, which many of you are experiencing right now. But number one, if you don't get anything else out of this, take control of the money. There's nothing that makes you a better worker than the knowing that you're financially secure. There's data to back that up. People that are in debt are stressed and they don't make the best workers because, well, life. So awesome. So hopefully that's helpful to you. So thank you for those of you showing up that on the Facebook feed. Uh, again, on the podcast, the podcast comes out Tuesday. It's Company of One podcast with Dale Callahan uh, because there's two Company of One podcasts. And the uh, we that comes out on Tuesday morning, crack it on Tuesday morning. And if you, uh, we, we do this again as a preview or a um, practice view. And maybe if everything crashes and burns, we get to do it again, right? Uh, and I've done that a few times. So uh, this is a preview we do on the Facebook group on Thursday night. So the, again, the, sh- the show notes will be at delcallahan.com slash 173. And I do ask... If you could give a podcast review, if you have not given us a podcast review, I would really appreciate it. This would be a favor to me. I am asking you for a favor. So let me give you a shout out though, because uh, and I, there's, there's a link in the show notes, delcallahan.com slash 173 or 172, or if you just go to delcallahan.com slash podcast, uh, you will find a, um, a, a link to, to give a uh, I'm sorry, iTunes reviews, where we get them from. So I'm going to give a shout out to somebody who does, Brian Aloha. And he says, uh, fantastic advice to find your calling and build a career. He says, great podcast, tons of practical advice. I enjoyed the series on creating your informational product uh, and am learning a tremendous amount in the entrepreneur series. He's actually referring to a series that I did some time ago. Um, I'm not even sure what the link number. I'll have to find that and put that in the show notes. Uh, and he says, I would love to hear more interviews uh, added about people who have found their callings or shifted their careers. This is one of the select few podcasts I listen to religiously. So thank you so much, Brian, for the uh, shout out. And uh, we uh, that's good. We need to think about some of these people who have shifted careers because that seems like everybody I hang around. So thanks a, thanks a lot. And uh, we will talk to all of you next week.